The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. And we actually did try to... We did a whole show on Friday night, but... I did not hit the record button, apparently. So here yeah. we are. <laughs> Someone messed it up, and that wasn't me. So yeah. Yeah. there's only one other suspect in this equation. <laughs> so here we are trying to do take two. This may work out better since uh, some other news has come out since Friday that we can actually uh, talk about. And, you know, this is, of course, uh, episode 160 of uh, this show, and we are the W2Net uh, Video Games Podcast, and of course also in partnership with ForumMania.com, so uh, Mark, Howdy. we have uh, a new doctor, it's a female doctor, and yeah. the internet has gone insane, as you'd expect. Yeah, people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Doctor Who canon, as long as it's not a ginger, you're good. So, well, there's been yeah. at least in one of the audiobooks, the Doctor was a female. Like he regenerated into a female, uh, which is actually pretty funny. And then there was the like comedy special written by Stephen Moffat, where the Doctor eventually became a female, also. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not Stephen Moffat's like fault or anything. I think I saw a lot of people blaming him as if the guy that's exiting has anything to do with that. But you know, let people dream. I guess. I saw I saw one thing. Twitter was like, well, one person Twitter was like, uh, uh, what was it? I don't care about who's playing the doctor. I want better writing. And I'm just thinking like. The show's writing for this season has been really good. <laughs> and for last season also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since uh, and Capaldi's since Moffitt, been on. Well, even since Moffat has took over, like I wasn't particularly a big fan of Russell T. Davies' writing in the show. There's so. a lot of people that can't stand Moffat, though. Yeah, I think he, because he kind of came up, uh, well, he, he was a fan first. Then, you know, I mean, he can't kind of came up with a like fandom to a certain degree, right? But they're also idiots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you make of the people going to the extreme of? Well, I'm done being a fan of Doctor Who. The PC hordes have won. All you know. Uh, I say fine, like go screw off. You know, you can go watch a billion other things, probably. I mean, we are in a golden age of TV, so there are plenty of things to watch if you don't want to watch Doctor Who because there's a gender change. Uh, I, I did see one other good comment about this. I think, you know, idiotic guy was basically like, when are we going to get a male version of Wonder Woman, uh, Miss Marple, Xena, and, like, Laura Croft? And I'm thinking, like, well... You have uh, one. Yeah, there's <laughs> Superman, there's... I think at least three other detectives that are more famous than Miss Marple. I don't. I didn't even know who that character was. I had to look it up. There's Hercules, and then there's also 
Indiana Jones, and Nathan Drake. Yeah. So, it's like, what do you want? A male version of that exact character? I mean, you, you pretty much have it just in a different form. It's just only if the male version is also wearing a uh, stars and stripes guard, like a bodice. Yeah, it just you know the people just going and say, and you know the the dumb thing too is you know they're gonna wind up watching that first oh, episode yeah. just so they can complain about. See, I told you. Look at the ratings, guys. Look at the ratings. Do you think that's well, going to affect it at all? Like, will people, will there really be a drop in ratings because the doctor's a woman now? I, there's, I saw a good graphic, I think, on Twitter also that was basically like, it was a circular thing. Where it's basically like, step one, they announce a new doctor and everyone's up in arms. Step two is people watch it and they go like, oh, it's an okay doctor. Step three is, this is the best doctor ever. Step four is like the doc, like the actor leaves, and then and then there's speculation about who the new actor is, and go back to step one. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty true. I just love the exaggeration too of the, oh my god, yeah. it's the best doctor ever. I mean, yeah, like it's hard with, you know, going from Eccleston to Tenet, which I really really liked Eccleston. Yeah, Tenet I, it, it is really great, but. I think Eccleston, he wasn't, I don't think he was a fan of the show at all. I think he kind of just did it as kind of a lark or he was just kind of bored. Like he didn't right. seem, he didn't seem that invested in the, in the role. I think he did, like a do did do a good job, but he was also kind of underwritten to a certain degree. Uh, I mean, women love Tennant. I thought the more I look back on his era, the more I'm kind of jaded by it. Like he did have kind of a lot of annoying ticks. <laughs> yeah, he he did. I th- I think with Eccleston, it's just by him saying he didn't want to be known as the Doctor, and then yeah. getting out after that one season. I think for what he did, even if he wasn't totally invested, it was still really really good. I mean, it also helps that it was a damn good season too. Just all the stories that they had, and then Tennant comes in. He's probably the most beloved doctor and then he uh, of the new set and I'm, I'm not yeah. talking about the old ones but he you know yeah, I agree I think if you watch him long enough you're going to get tired of him uh, I think he kind of wears on you as the seasons go on yeah. um, especially in the latter parts where they go into those like longer episodes like the ones that are in parts he starts kind of getting grading there Oh yeah. Uh, so, and then yeah. you know Matt Smith provided a nice like change of pace. I really enjoyed Matt Smith, you know. So I haven't had a there's not been a doctor that I'm like just like oh I can't stand him. Each one of them has their qualities. You forgot about uh oh what, what's his name? Damn, can't remember his name. The War Doctor. <laughs> Oh, that's right. The war, do- yeah, the war doctor. I'm, I'm kidding about him. He was, a, he was a great actor and everything. But yeah. Uh, oh, the yeah, one the from one, the movie or whatever. The the. No, 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 I meant uh. Oh damn! What's his name? John Hurt. That's it. Oh, that's okay. Yes. Yeah. 
he's uh, like there for such a short time. I I keep forgetting that he's a, a doctor. Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> they can't, they can't get him back. Right. Uh, yeah, there was a female doctor in the in the like an, a spinoff audiobook, and ironically, David Tennant was in that audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know the internet's gonna blow up about anything uh, at this point. So you know that that feeling doesn't surprise me at all. I think the going in one direction and saying, "Well, if you support it, you're an SJW," and if you're in the other direction, you're like, "Oh my God, you're a masochist yeah. or whatever." It, it's it, all in how you say it, right? Yeah. The only thing, the only criticism I really have is I really hope that isn't the outfit that she's going to wear. Like, that was, I don't want, like, a homeless, chic doctor. Like, yeah, she she doesn't need to dress up like Missy, you know, like, she doesn't need to be, like, Victorian-era dress or anything, but something a little more, I wouldn't necessarily say flattering, but not homeless-looking would be nice. (laughs) She could wear, like, the suit. Part and like a longer skirt, or you know, if they wanted to wear pants, she can wear pants. Whatever, it's just. I, I mean, I, it, the thing is too, like, no matter what she wears. Oh yeah. Unless they have her coming out looking like a guy, there's going to be women complaining that, oh, they've sexed her up for the role or, or whatever, you know. And it's there's got to go ahead. Go on. I was going to say if you're going to go follow that logic. Just just roughing all of uh, Amy Pond's old outfits. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, there was times where she just was what, like in a shirt and and like jeans. I mean, so. You mean Amy? Yeah, there. Well, there was times where she just walking around in a shirt and jeans. So. Yeah, you know. eventually, but they introduced her like wearing like a stripper outfit. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, yeah. That's what but I that's mean. like be, British that'd, humor. That'd be like, that'd be like hilarious if they did that. <laughs> oh God, yeah, the the people would be going nuts <laughs> at this point. Uh yeah. It's. I mean, look, uh, we could wax on about this, but I mean, I think I haven't watched Jodie Whittaker in anything. So I, I've only seen her in one thing, and that was Black Mirror. So I've I have very little frame of reference for her. I know she hasn't been in like. At least one good movie, uh, Tower Block, with John Boyega, I think is his last name, uh, the Star Wars guy. Right. Um, yeah. And I think she was in like one other thing. I kind of that's kind of interesting. Well, well she's in Broadchurch, which I always mean to go and watch the English version because I I watched I think like five episodes of the American version and couldn't stand it. So when I, I know about Broadchurch, uh, the first season is great. The, la- the other two seasons, not so much. <laughs> the thing I've always heard about that is, like, they needed to end it yeah, a lot well, it's sooner. Yeah, same, same thing with, like, Prison Break. Like, they had that show run for six years. She escaped out of the prison the first fucking season. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he broke the prison. He broke out of the prison, so what What now? She's also in a film called Saint Trinans, which I'm kind of interested in seeing because I had a friend of mine in it. Ah. But that's about it. So, you, well, I mean, I'm. Sh- do do you think they show her in the Christmas special at all, or? 
I think they. Re- I think she regenerates, and obviously, and she just goes like, "I'm a girl now," or you know, something like that. Right. And it makes, it makes it obvious like I'm not a ginger joke or something. So that's about it. You know who they should have got? Lindsay Lohan. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's where I would draw the line. <laughs> I'm like, no. What's, but what's, uh, what's, what's Ava Marie doing these days? Not wrestling. Oh yeah. All red, everything. Let's let's get her into this picture. But uh, yeah, I mean, so we're now officially past D twenty three, which was the big thing from this weekend. Uh, they showed trailers that they have not shown to the public, which have cool things in them that I'm not going to sit here and talk about words. Uh, but they did show Kingdom Hearts trailer, uh, which showcased a new world from Toy Story. That I I think that looks I, cool. I think I like how the game looks. Like they showed that, and they showed the I think I think Mulan or like maybe Hercules World before, like an earlier trailer. But all the gameplay in that game looks really busy. Well, yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, uh, I mean, I, granted, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 2.8. I mean, I got it recently, but I haven't fired it up, but. I don't remember two point like Kingdom Hearts one or two looking like that, or you know, you, like you're not even on the ground for like any of the battles. You're basically just flying around, like lighting, like lighting shit on fire and constantly like flipping around. <laughs> like it looks like a Devil May Cry game. I think uh, this this is funny. They're apparently doing a damn interview with the <laughs> Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan on that review. Okay, so, like, uh, I think in 2.8, which I haven't played either, um, I have it, I just, I wanted to get through the other games where I played Birth by Sleep and and all that. Apparently in Birth by Sleep, I think, is where you start with the, where there's more in the air than on the ground. Uh, I think it's also sort of the, you're seeing a lot of the forms, right? You're seeing the power form and the drill form and the... Uh, something else. So with the forms, he was in the air a lot more because he like would do one attack and he would do like a chain and like kill twenty people at once. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what we're seeing more than just a regular old. Okay, yeah, he's attacking he, someone. Yeah, but he's also getting into a mech suit and like stomping around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that. It looks like that's just kind of. It might be for that world because you have all those different toys there. Um, oh yeah, but I, I just mean like in, like even the. I want to say it was Mulan before. Like that trailer looked really busy also with that huge train like flying around. Yeah. Like, he. Right, I, I, I mean, the Hercules the one looked busy too. Yeah, I'm not even sure what the fuck is going on in the screen. How am I supposed to fight? <laughs> I, I did like that apparently the forms now uh, affect the weapons that you get depending on the world that you're in. And oh, that, yeah, like that, that drill claw thing. and Yeah, the drill claw, the Toy Story thing with the big hammer. Yeah. And, and apparently there's like different, like, the special attacks may also be specific to that world too. So here, here's a question. Do you think they actually get Tom Hanks and uh, Tim Allen to like Woody and Buzz uh, 
Well, Tim Allen's not doing anything, so uh, you might get him. I mean, I don't see why not, but it's I like, guess, do you really want to pay the money for that, though? I could. I mean, it'd be nice if they did, like, because some of the VO in at least Kingdom Hearts Two was not great. <laughs> yeah, no, but. I mean, do you want to pay the exorbitant amount of money just to have yeah. them in there for one world, you know? Yeah, but they're, I, I mean, I don't know if they have already or not, but I mean, they have to do voiceover for Toy Story 4. Be like, here's 20 extra pages. Go at it. They, <laughs> Yeah, they might have tried to get that into the contract. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I guess we'll find out if they did or not. I mean, a lot of times when they would tie the video game movie to the movie they would say okay go ahead and you need to do the voice acting for this too yeah um but it, it looks really it looks really good uh yeah. i'm very i love the action figure sort of look when they're in that world uh interesting that now the key changes automatically you don't win the key anymore uh, for for like exiting that world, so I, I wonder if that means you get something else now. You get a glowing heart. Did you like the? Uh, there's now apparently no limits to the extra characters. That's good. Like that that was kind of. I mean, I've only been playing Kingdom Hearts one, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah, we had to switch them out, and yeah, I always wound up. I think switching out. Um, Donald, because your new that character usually has some kind of magic that he does anyway, and, and I just leave it with Goofy. The problem with that is then Donald gets underpowered eventually. Like he just kind of gets KO'd in like one battle. <laughs> well, I mean, well then Goofy does the same thing. So yeah, I mean, most of the time I just get the power to do the same. Unless I, li- I mean, I like Jack, but I'm not taking him with me. You know, if I could, then I like like fuck you, got. Donald, like you're out of here. But. Right, yeah, I understand that. I just kind of like having the feeling of, oh, I'm in that world. I want to use one of them or yeah. something like that. Uh, just like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't care for Tarzan that much. Um, I like a Ala- you know, like Aladdin and almost all the other ones are good. Just yeah, Tarzan's. I didn't care for that one. Uh, I think. Uh, what else did they... Well, much to your dismay, the gummy ship is back again. Woo! So, uh, Party on. They supposedly revamped it again. To make so, it 10% less awful. <laughs> I do like it in number two. In two, it feels much more like an actual game. And it's a lot more fun. It goes by a lot faster. I mean, yeah, but I'd just rather have an option that says, like, do you want to skip this, yes or no? You're like, yes. I, planet. <laughs> I agree. I like, wish they would just let you fast track. It'd be nice if there was more of an impetus to actually, like, do good at it. Or, you know, if I could get, like, items from it, that'd be cool. But there's not. They're just, like, collect more gummy ship parts. It's like, well, I don't want to do this, so I don't really care either way. <laughs> I'm just going to hold the fire button down until I either run out of energy or die, so. (laughs) Well, I got to the level, almost died, but I got there. Alright. I actually had a, I mean, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 1 off and on, and I had to to build a new gummy ship in Kingdom Hearts 1, and that system is awful. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then it looks like half the time the blocks don't even attach to the yeah. thing. And you have to figure out if they are or not. And if not, I mean, it doesn't matter because they don't have to be because you can have it like way on the other side of it. Yeah, and that's, then that's, it looks I, terrible. I did, that, I did that in my first playthrough on the PS2. I had this gummy ship that was like not connected at all, but it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny when you're going around. And I, I mean, the weapons do matter if you put weapons on them. Because yeah. then it obviously determines where their ratio of attack is. But the other blocks, it's like, you can have this row of blocks on the one side that have nothing to do with it. And it's like, this just looks so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that they made all these announcements. Uh, 2018 now, so it joins Spider-Man and like a million other things from Sony that, well, they'll show up. So I... I... I don't believe that for a damn second that it's coming out in 2018. I mean, it might on, like, December, but that's about it. I would think it would be a fall release, but I could see it coming out in, like, the spring, too, if they have things ready. But the fact that they're still doing Japanese VO, that worries me a little bit. You know, we're already in the summer of 2017. You're still doing Japanese VO. Like, eh. I mean, you think they would have done the voice stuff already. Maybe it's going to yeah. be like Yakuza Zero and they just have no English voice acting. <laughs> oh, way to piss off all the people and the little kids. And uh, I, I've seen a lot of people, like blind people play that game because the lock-on thing lets them lock on and kill stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to work if you're doing subtitles, but... Yeah, plus, I mean, I, I want to hear all the character voices and stuff. It sounds... As much as I watch anime in Japanese, it still sounds weird to hear Sora. They just need to get so, David Boreanaz back as uh, Squall. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I need to be doing. I, that was sort of the big reveal that we got to see. They did show an Infinity War trailer, but it's all in text of what happened. I mean, what happened sounds really awesome. The Guardians yeah. getting to do stuff with Thor and the Avengers and stuff. I mean, seems like it's going to be what we want that whole thing to be, of just being epic all the time. Sure. They showed a Spider-Man trailer of the, of the game, but it was basically the same thing. That it basically showed, like, this is how we're building the game. It's like, all right, show something else now, please. <laughs> yeah, well, but I think they know that they have other game. Well, they also showed off that Marvel VR thing also. Which what bad. was that? Uh, let me see. I forget what it was called. Let me see if I can look it up. Yeah, uh, it's called Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Mm. It's, an, it's an Oculus Rift game. Oh, boy. Well, like, one of the quotes from one of the guys working on it was basically, like, don't expect the game to look like, you know, to be as cool as this. And it's like, no shit. You don't, you don't need to say that. Like, I already kind of assumed that to be, like, to begin with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it can be, like, Rocket and Incredible Hulk and... By Iron Man and other characters and stuff, but 
Eh, I don't know. I think you'd probably need to refine that quite a bit before um, just oh, bringing called, that in. No, it's called Powers United VR. That's it. But it looks bad. <laughs> All right. So I think everything else was sort of Disney World is getting this and Disneyland's getting that. And, yeah, you know. Uh, whatever, and then uh, that's that's pretty much it. I think everything else was the the big reveal. Sort of gaming wise was Kingdom Hearts, and th- they showed off. I think some stuff that has to do with the Star Wars movie and Star Wars people got awards, and that was kind of what I got out of that. Uh, Honestly, they he does uh, Nomura does talk about uh, that Kingdom Hearts may come to the Switch, at least three. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, I do like that they finally talk about the reality of that nobody in Japan is going to care about Kingdom Hearts. 1.5, and 2.8 coming to Xbox One, so they're not going to probably make it for Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, sorry to people who, um, you know, it only were planning on getting Kingdom Hearts 3 on Xbox One and don't have a PS4, but it's kind of how it is. Like, I'm honestly kind of surprised it's coming to those Xbox One, like Kingdom Hearts 3 over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine that the people that like got an Xbox One and that's their only console and you never had a PS3, that'd be kind of surprising. I mean, I'd, be, I'd honestly be happy if those games came to like Steam. <laughs> I'm surprised that they haven't tried to do that yet. With as much as Square Enix is doing everything on Steam, but and the fact that you know Disney's not really doing games anymore, you'd think they'd just try to do their best to sell Milk as much as they, they can. can. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if they would try to just make some big collection of all the games in one for the Switch. That seems I like a that. lot of work, but yeah, I, I really doubt that. I don't think it's, I don't think it'll come to Switch honestly. Like Kingdom Hearts one and two might, but I don't think three will unless they take like a massive step down visually. Well, I mean, if he's even talking about it, that's him knowing that you would have to take a step down in visuals. Yeah. But. So Atari finally showed off their Atari box. Uh, it has four USB ports that you can see clearly in a picture. Uh, it does have a wooden uh, grain look to it, and it's also going to have a sort of more black, uh, you know, top as well that makes it look a little bit more modern. It does have an SD card slot and uh, an Ethernet port, I guess. And it will have not only the capability to play Atari games, but also supposedly have modern specs so I guess you can play PC games? No, it's probably just means like an emulation box. Because <laughs> like... It'll have retro arch on it or something. 
I mean, but why have modern specs if you're not going to play anything modern on it? Well, it depends on what they what they define as like modern specs. Like if they just mean, I mean, it could just be like a Raspberry Pi three in there for all we know, <laughs> and that's modern spec. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, like, it's true. It's not, not going to compare to like a PS four or anything. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you can play, I guess mobile games and. And like you said, be an emulation box for up to a certain extent. Then I, I think that thing gets hacked like day one, especially with that SD card. Like an SD card slot and an Ethernet port. Yeah, the thing is getting broken open. <laughs> I'm guessing they don't care at all. Uh, no. This better be really low on the pole of how much it costs. I actually thought it looked kind of like pricey. Like so. I mean, it looks sleek. Yeah, you know, it looks not. It's just okay if you're gonna give me something and charge me three hundred dollars for something that's gonna get broken open. I don't know about that. Not to mention, doesn't include anything kind of. I'm not paying three hundred dollars to play Atari games. I'm sorry. I wouldn't pay thirty dollars to play Atari games. I know. I'm just saying, like, you know. Okay, what what are you actually promising? Are you telling me that basically you're allowing me? From day one, you don't care that I can play other games that were never meant to be played on an Atari yeah. system? Is that what you're trying to tell me without saying it? And that's why you're going to charge that? It just... Uh, I don't know. This seems really... Like, out of the blue and just... <laughs> oh, and this is supposed to be crowdfunded, too. Like, Of course. You, they, don't the, they don't have the money to make this thing. Like, what are you crowdfunding, though? It's like the Ouya. Y'all know how well that did. No, I mean, this just screams that. Like, this screams, it's the Ouya bigger. Yeah. Like, okay. Great. I have a PC that can do all that. Thanks. But you do you, Atari. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to smash the... the like, people that may possibly be excited about this, I mean, if there's people out there, but... I don't I, think there, yeah. any, there actually is. Like, people who are, like, old enough to remember Atari are either out of games or are still, like, game writers and developers and stuff, but have enough knowledge to know that this is a complete farce. <laughs> and no one I, of our generation cares, or younger. I, I mean, you're talking about, like, our parents' age here, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. They're out of games. I mean... Yeah. I mean, if you're 50 and 60 still playing games, I mean, first of all, that's awesome. Secondly, like, it's very few. Because they didn't grow up with it like we would now, where you could probably also, see people that age also, playing games. Well, also, you have to imagine that if the, even if there were, like, 15, 60-year-olds playing games, they'd have enough knowledge to know, like, they live through the video game crash. Like, they know this isn't the same Atari anymore, and that right. game died. Yeah, just I don't know if Atari is just trying to get their name back out there or whatever this is, but yeah, probably they're getting attention, but it will be in the wrong kind of way when this thing comes out. Uh, so you know, a, a series that you tend to play sometimes, uh, Blaze Blue. Uh, they're I getting across. I never played it. <laughs> oh, I think I'm confusing it with the other one. The uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah, Guilty Gear. 
Are they made by the same people? Yeah. Or at I least have the same publisher? No, they're made by the same people. Like they, I think okay. they lost the Guilty Gear license for a little while, and then and they made Blaze Blue instead, and then they got Guilty Gear back, and they're like, well, we got two game series now. <laughs> so apparently this is going to be a crossover game with characters for Persona 4 Arena under Night in Birth, which I forgot that game existed, <laughs> and the RWBY anime series. I mean, that's cool and all. just And it's tag battle. Those are always sort of fun, but it's not calling I'll, my name right now. I'll say the only reason I care is because of the Persona 4 Arena characters, but... I probably won't play this. <laughs> no. So, a new 3DS production officially ends worldwide. We kind of knew this was happening with the, the uh, new 2DS XL coming out, which that thing has not gotten great reviews, especially because the thing that makes it to where you can move the screen in different positions is flimsy. Yeah, the hinge isn't, like, tight at all. It does not do the three-point click that you're hearing me do on my new 3DS XL. And it's just... Yeah. I I mean, I I think the the novelty of it is right that there's actually a lot of people that... And I liked mine. I just liked the idea of having the better system because I also wanted to play Xenoblade really bad. But uh, the... I had a buddy who bought a 2DS, like the original one, because he wanted to play the like SNES, like download eShop games, what? and then he couldn't because it's not on the 2DS. Yeah, it's 3DS XL only. <laughs> and then he was like, "God damn it!" But I've heard a lot of people, even though it has the clunky design, like the 2DS. Yeah. You know, um, so. This kind of tries to be the best of both worlds, and I don't know that it works. That I well. mean, the 3DS is still kind of an expensive system. They should have just—I would say, like, who cares? Like, I guess if they had to make a 2DS, it's one thing for like little kids, but like the 3DS is still like two hundred dollars or like one eighty. That's kind of expensive for a system that's six years old. At least five, I know that. Yeah, I think it's because they have so many games coming out for it still. So to them, it justifies the price. If they had like no games coming out, or it's very, or this was on its last legs, and they were just trying to get all the old stock out there, I'd agree with you. But they have a lot of games coming for this system. Yeah. Which I'm interested in if some of them, and I I kind of want to check out Ever Oasis, but uh, that will have to wait. Uh, yeah. Lots of things going on. A Nintendo, TDS, a Nintendo 3DS XL on Amazon right now is $250. Jeez. <laughs> Ouch. Wait, I thought the... It was 179 or whatever. That's because it's on Amazon, and Amazon and Nintendo have still don't play well together. Wow, so they're going to overcharge for it just for the convenience of Amazon? Well, cause Amazon isn't actually, it's not being sold by Amazon, it's a third-party seller. Amazon uh, yeah, don't buy it there. 
<laughs> You're wasting your money. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 is delayed. Yeah, two months isn't too bad. Um, I don't want to say I could see it coming from the fact that they only put it on the pre-show of the Sony event or whatever, but you haven't heard a lot about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was a surprise when it was announced, but that was kind of it, and they haven't showed that much off since. And I think it'll be good. Like, as long as they're ditching that battle system, it's fine. <laughs> That's what yeah. I did not like about that game. <laughs> yeah, they're apparently tweaking that, and the the story is going to be much different than the first game, and all that. So I, I'm inter- I'm really interested. I enjoyed the first one a lot. Uh, you know, one of those many things I have to go back and finish one of these days right. that ever exists. Let's be real here. You're not going to finish that game. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I I can dream. I can dream one of these days. (laughs) But uh, PlayStation Home, for some reason, has been recreated using a social game called Atom Universe. Uh, It uses the old assets and home content um, so that uh, you can do new things in the virtual space. And uh, it is free to play, but you get additional things if you pay. Uh, I use Second Life as part of a computer class. That's the closest I ever got to PlayStation Home. (laughs) That's funny to me. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason he thought it was like this... I mean, this is an older guy, right? He thought it was this cool innovation to use Second Life and learn about different things about... uh, I forgot what the class was at. It was, I think it was like computer business or something. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me here. So, totally out of my element using... <laughs> there used to be a... Uh, I don't know if it's still going on, but a, like a, something that called Second Life called Project Entropia, and it became Entropia Universe. And it was like Second Life, but it actually like had a currency, and you could like, get an exchange for money. I'd rather play that instead. <laughs> Seems like, I don't know, Entropia, Atom Universe, maybe. It's called Vegas. Entropia, Un- yeah, yeah, whatever, but it's like, like, those social things don't, like, no one cares anymore. I mean, there's like a very small, dedicated fan base for Second Life, but... Those people just hide out in their basement all day, like. <laughs> or the ones that you know make money from it somehow. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just selling to those people though. <laughs> uh, the I, mean, I, I think for VR it works because I think in VR you are trying to find the social stuff sometimes, and it is a kind of cool scene. But I think I if you're see, just looking at see, it, yeah, or not. There's also not enough VR headsets out there in the world, like for that to be profitable or be kind of worth your time. <laughs> Didn't they say they've sold like a million? Yeah, but I mean, we, we both know a guy who play, like has one, kind of. But mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't talk to him. He doesn't seem to like be excited about it or anything. Right? Yeah, no. He's Dang. also not the type to. 
to do all that though either. And some of the credits that's been coming out for that thing, like the PSVR, isn't like blowing me away. Like the only thing I would want to play on that thing is Res. Yeah, Res. Uh, the Until Dawn game apparently wasn't very good. No. On it, that uh, thing was horrible. Resident Evil Seven looks fine. Like that's that's the only other thing. <laughs> Job Simulator looks good too. That's the only one I hear people talking about a lot. I mean, Farpoint was supposed to be this big game, and it wasn't. <laughs> I, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it at all because there's there's some podcasts I listen to that they really like to talk about the VR just to make sure it didn't go away, and they talked about that for like ten minutes, and yeah, just nothing. Yeah. Summer games done quick eclipse their previous record. Their new record is on 1.7 million from the 1.2. Nine million they had uh, the previous year. Of course, this all goes to Doctors Without Borders, which is great, and that's that's cool that they broke their own record. Yeah, and it was a good event. Like I didn't watch a ton of it. I just watched like Final Fantasy VIII or Final Fantasy VII, which was like eight hours, I should say. And like a Zelda. That's amazing. Final Fantasy VII in eight hours. Yeah, he did like a bunch of weird stuff, like. I think it was called, like, Step Skip or something like that, or Skip 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 Step, where, like, he would run in certain spots and walk in others. And, like, it was timed down to, like, a very specific formula, where, like, if you messed up once, the game, like, the run was over, essentially, or something like that. Wow. You've got to have some time for that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like... All right. I mean, if you can really figure out how to—I mean, now in the the PS4 version that they released, it has all the sort of cheats and whatnot, yeah. so you could do the run. Uh, oh, this is like a bone stock PS1. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, or like honestly. shaving like 15 seconds off like one scene, like skipping the transition or something. It's like, I mean, God be with you, I guess. But yeah, I don't really care. Like, I don't yeah. mind. You know, a Tifa introduction or something like that. Like, yeah, it's 15 seconds, no big deal. Yeah, the Zelda run is even crazier because the guy had no sword. Wow. So, I mean, he was doing dungeons with like the hammer because <laughs> that's all he had. You could do it with the hammer, like if he was doing it with the twig or whatever. That's that would be much more uh, impressive. For for me anyway, I, that's still amazing what those guys do, uh, yeah. and and that it goes to charity. I think I think that's that's amazing as well. Uh, that there's something for this for people to just go out there do a run and they get to give money away to a better cause. Was, well, one one of the one of the best runs was I was watching Super Metroid, and it was a race between three guys to beat it like to beat it quickly, and right as I flipped it on, two of the guys lost. They both died. Oh. <laughs> so it was only like the one guy left, and he did it in like 45 minutes. Wow. That's, again, just amazing what people can do yeah. uh, with these speedruns. Uh, uh, a game that you play, I don't, Players Unknown Battlegrounds, is getting a first-person mode. Uh, this is going to be only for solo or and du- duo player, and then eventually it'll be available for group play. 
this seems like it makes things even harder. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing about, like, Battlegrounds is you really want to have, like, situational awareness, like, looking around all the environment, and this thing restricts your awareness to a degree, so... Good luck with good, that. Good luck surviving. Yeah. <laughs> even more with that. I imagine it'll make shooting a little, a little easier, though. Like, that should hopefully be a little better. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would imagine aiming is much easier when you're in first-person mode than uh, doing it in the, in the the other mode that the the game has. So yeah, third, yeah, third, like kind of, it's kind of like behind the back third person. <laughs> How do people get? So it's kind of like gears. Yeah, but not as close up, and the guy isn't like as like bulky. <laughs> that seems. Really hard. People like the game. <laughs> Are you good at it? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's like uh, me seeing people with uh, the new Fire Pro that came out, and they're like, oh my god, I can't even win a grapple. It's like, I don't remember the game being this hard. I was like, well, I don't even want to try <laughs> at this point. I remember I got good at the GBA one at one point, and it's like, I don't want my dreams just shattered of actually, trying to I mean, that game harder. From what I understand, like, they actually have a tutorial, at least, so that's, that's helpful. <laughs> well, I guess either that person just decided not to do the tutorial, or... Like, I think, I think Giant Bond talked about it, like, last week. Like, I think Jeff was like, like, this game, like, Fire Pro finally clicked for me after 20 years of playing it. <laughs> I mean, you have to lose a lot to learn. Well, no, yeah. it's just a tutorial. Like, they explain, like, it's not a mashing video game. It's supposed to, like, it's, like, supposed to be timing-based. Right. And it's like, oh, it would have been nice to know this 15 years ago when it was all in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it's it's very much about you got to make sure you're pressing the right grapples and you're not trying to do... Strong grapples. You got to make sure this is where the stamina system came into play for the 2K games, because you always had to breathe and all that stuff. So it's uh. As long as there's like 30 different Virgils out there on the Steam market, Steam Workshop, that's all I care about. Yeah, that's that's what we all need is uh, 30 different uh, Virgils for that. Uh, sad news that we got to talk about here as. George A. Romero, the man that pretty much brought horror movies into the mainstream, specifically uh, zombie movies. The whole zombie genre owes itself to uh, Mr. Romero. Uh, He had recently said that he wasn't a big fan of The Walking Dead and all the new stuff because it's basically made him being able to do any movies obsolete. And, uh, you know, now he's... He's gone. Uh, he was obviously an older man, so it's not like one of these where he died young or anything, but leaves a I big mean, legacy. Yeah, but his legacy was like 20 years ago. Like, his last good movie was Day of the Dead. Yeah. Like, I guess Land of the Dead is okay, kind of, but they made two other ones and they sucked hard. <laughs> and they, like, totally just... Nailed it with the remake of Zombie the Dead. And, like, 
the last thing he was working on, I think we even talked about it, like it was like a podcast or two ago, but he's talking about trying to bring like racing zombies or like zombies who drive cars. Yeah, basically like uh uh by you know, Terror Dome or whatever you know Yeah all that Mad Max zombies. Like uh yeah, I don't know about that. And not do that, like I would, I'd be much happier. <laughs> like I could see that maybe as a you know a video game thing, but I don't, I don't know about I want to see that in a movie. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, these were the other things that they sort of announced at the D twenty three that were sort of interesting. Um, the uh, live cast for some of the live action Disney remakes that. Good lord, I feel like they just keep adding more to them. Not that I have a problem with them, they've all mostly all been good. Uh just part of me, you know, loves uh, the animated films, so it's it's kind of hard to I mean, really get too excited about these. That's kind of my problem. I, I don't like I guess it's fine. I just have kind of a philosoph- like phil- philosophical problem. Like are you that out of ideas? You're just going to remake everything you, like that made you popular into like live action? That's what I feel like. It's like every single one of their big animated movies is now going to get a live action, and it's like, damn, we're just like are hitting you, like, that bottom of the barrel. Yeah, are you like get creatively bankrupt? I mean, look at I mean, you say the same thing about Pixar, like all those sequels they've been making, but come on, <laughs> at least they're making some original things. You know, Inside Out was still one of their best movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think, yeah, I mean, look, I get it, right? Go with the thing that is making you money. That's what Disney's doing. Uh, you know, they, they have Star Wars and Marvel to bank on, so they can kind of do whatever. And then they get hits like Frozen on the animated side, so. I mean, Frozen is an outlier, though, because the last three or four movies Disney made, like, no one ca- like. No one really cared. Well, Tangled was good enough to get the little the cartoon and everything else. I'm thinking more like, uh, what was it, the Princess Frog bomb? Yeah, Prince and the Frog was their one attempt at coming back with the hand-drawn animation and that bomb just because it was such a... I like the movie, but it's, it's a very different setting. It's much darker for Disney. I think people didn't care for that too much uh i think uh also you yeah i mean wreck it ralph did fine yeah right i mean it did fine enough that it has a second movie uh the big hero six also did fine as well uh that has a spot in one of the disney lands or or whatever so we're making a cartoon based on it so yeah I mean, they seem to be doing okay with the, with their animation. Like, that's the thing, though. They're doing well, and then Pixar is suffering because they're making them do these sequels. Like, I would be happy. Like, you just said they have Star Wars and Marvel movie, you know, mo- Marvel movie money to back them up. I'd be happy if, like, Disney went, like, experimental. Like, if they made, like, three movies that were, like, just very different from one another and just try to go that route. I'd love it too, but I feel like they are too scared to go out of the box. Like, 
they they want people to relive the magic, I guess. Yeah, reliving the magic by remaking a twenty year twenty five year old animated movie. Or in this case, a movie from the nineteen forties, Dumbo. Uh, Tim Burton is directing. Look, I love Tim Burton, but good lord, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, the last Tim Burton movie I liked was Mars Attacks. <laughs> you know, the Alice in Wonderland stuff was was not good. Let's you know we can all be honest with ourselves there. Uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory was woo. Not good. <laughs> no, I, I'm looking at remakes here. I, you know, I. Remember his Planet of the Apes? Obviously uh, not as well received as the ones that have come out now. I'm trying to think. I thought I did like something that, of his that came out recently. Uh, uh, he did that um, Demon Barber movie, like the musical, and that was okay. Oh, yes. I, like I did like Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I... D- I know people hate it, but I did like the the one that was based off the TV show. Dark Shadows? Yes, I liked it. I know a lot of people hated that movie, and it's probably not a good movie, but... You liked it because it had Ava Green in it, let's be honest. <laughs> no, I agreed, but I think the cast worked out well, too. Um, yeah. And speaking of, Ava Green is in... Uh, the Dumbo live-action film, along with Colin Farrell, who uh, Colin Farrell will be the, uh, I think, the main character in this, other than Dumbo. And uh, Danny DeVito is also in this, Michael Keaton. Uh, so they reunite for the first time since Batman, Nico Parker, and Finley Hobbins as well. They'll play the kids. You know who they should have got to be Dumbo? And he's going to be in another, he's going to be in the next Another uh, a real life movie, Will Smith. <laughs> what? Why? You don't remember the old Fresh Prince Bel Air joke about him having like big Dumbo ears? Yeah. Okay. So he's gonna voice it because he has big Dumbo ears. No, he does. He does do motion capture. <laughs> well, you did mention Will Smith. He is going to be the genie. I think. He could sort of do the. I, I'm I'm guessing they're they're wanting the sort of Robin Williams type role with him there. He I think he can do that. And uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. Like his Will Smith star has fallen over the past few years. He seems kind of tired. I thought he was good in Suicide Squad. You like know, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure who you get to like do the genie though. Like, like that. That's a conundrum. But I mean, I guess it'll be fine. I, Does Gilbert Godfrey still get to do Iago? So I say sure. He can still do the voice. <laughs> my my big question is: uh, Are they going to get Will Smith to do it in Blueface? <laughs> I, I'd imagine he has to be in blue. Right? That genie is blue. I mean, I think the genie will just be like CGI, honestly. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Uh, I, I'm just waiting for them to. Oh, go on. No, especially because I'm sure they don't want to do the, like they could make him look really stereotypical or whatever. So. 
No, you know who they get uh. to be the genie? Shaq. <laughs> We're so well. <laughs> yeah, Shaq Fu. Let's redo that again. I'm waiting for them to announce uh, Alfred Molina as Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> now watch it happen. Uh-huh. You're good Jafar, honestly. Like, you'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I think he would be. He would do just fine. Uh, Guy Ritchie is going to direct. You get uh, Mena Massad as Aladdin. Uh, I have no idea who that is. And Naomi Scott from Power Rangers is going to be Jasmine. I don't mind her. Like, I think she might need like a darker complexion, like you know, a tan or something. Right. But she was one of the better parts of Power Rangers, honestly. So. Well, she was quiet most of the time. So. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I question if they're going to have her be in that outfit, honestly. Like, that her traditional, like, blue pants and, like, blue bra top thing. Like, I don't th- I doubt that'll fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder how true to the animation they're going to do, because obviously they didn't whitewash the character, which was what people worried about. Uh, so that's a good step in the right direction. But, yeah, they didn't get, like, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio to play Aladdin. <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, they they might have thought about it for a while like if that, they... It's like that Prince of Persia movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I think that's what they were trying to avoid. Yeah. Uh, on, on purpose there. But, yeah, I think that that's it for the news section here. Of course, there was a lot less uh, for us to talk about in that realm. Uh, when we did the show originally. So you've been playing a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that kind of goes along with our sort of topic here of, well, we are in the mid-year point. Uh, this is this is now the seventh month, so we passed the first six months of the year. Our sort of mid-year, you know, game of the year so far uh, discussion here. What you, What you been playing? Let's see here. I've been playing. Uh, let me scroll up real quick. Uh, Near Automata, which I really love. I got like I'm on my third playthrough of that now. I got like eight or, eight or nine endings. Uh, it's a fantastic game. Like really good. I really want to play that game. Everybody says it's awesome. Yeah, I would say try to play it by like by the end of the year because I think. It, It'll probably like be on a good like it won't be like the game of the year, but it will be up there for, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I got and well played and beat Injustice Two like the story mode. It was a good fighter. Like it'll keep my interest for more than like most fighters will because it has like a lot of stuff surrounding it, which is nice, like the challenge towers and like collecting gear stuff, which is kind of weird but fun. How do you like all those endings? Well, there's only two. Like, the starting mode only has two endings. Like, the good or bad ending, really. <laughs> and I did both of them, and that was fine. So, but I thought there was, like, five or six that are actually sort of important to the... For Oh, you mean for Nier? Or yeah. For, I thought you meant Injustice. I was like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I got... I saw, in Nier, I got, like, the t- I got two of the main endings so far. And I'm on my third playthrough to get the third one. Uh, like it, they're important, like they're good. And then I got like a lot of the joke ones where it's like, 
I'll take out your operating system chip and then you die. Or like one of them is like, go, go, you're supposed to like go help out this character. But if you just go walk in the other direction, the game ends. <laughs> it's wow. like, it's like, instead of helping the village, you just decided to take a walk. And then you, when you finally went back to the village, it was destroyed. And then game over. Here's the ending. <laughs> God. Like, one of them is, like, you eat a mackerel, and the mackerel, like, interferes with your cybernetic systems, and then you die. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but it has really good combat that I'm, like, pretty challenged by. Like, it's not, it's not that hard, but it is pretty challenging. Like, I have a pretty good build right now, like, and customizing your, like, your characters is a lot of fun, and, like, finding all the different upgrades and stuff, and... Yeah, it's great. One of my favorites. Uh, what else? I got World of Final Fantasy. I only played it for like an hour. It seemed okay. It's like uh, it. very, it's very cute. Yeah, I hope I hope to play it more eventually once I get like near done in another Final Fantasy game. I'm gonna talk about it in a second. Done. Well, um, I'm sure Tama is gonna drive you up the wall. So. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that the last time, but. It's a character like that intersperses the into everything, like in between words or even syllables. It's way too much. It's, it's like they couldn't get Jar Jar Binks to do it, so they got this other person to do it instead. Oh, uh, it's just it's really great because it's like okay, we had to add a little cutesy thing that sort of guides you along, and I get it. Like the whole game sort of has that aesthetic, like just cutesier versions of these Final Fantasy beasts that you see all the time. And, and, all, and I, and I, that's an appeal, right? Like, uh, I think that appeals to certain people. And I thought it was kind of cool when, when I played it, you know, last year, it just, I, I don't know. Like Thomas is like, I can't wait till there's a part where it's not there. And you're like, Oh, thank God. Not to hear you talk anymore. Just... Well, it's funny because like I think the part where I just left off was uh, when I met Chocolina, and I'm just like, those these two could have an annoying character. Off. Yeah, <laughs> Chocolina's on there too. Yeah, I forgot. forgot about that. Uh... But yeah, let's see. I guess the other big thing I've been playing uh, in Final Fantasy XII, Zodiac Age. Yeah, me too. Uh, you're farther than I am. Uh, Which is ironic, because you've played that game before, and I have not. <laughs> right. Uh, they The things they did change uh, help and hurt the game. I, I think the job system is from the international version, uh, yeah. which we did not get. Cause, like, I remember when you get to that point where you get to pick the job for Vaughn, I was like, I don't remember this part. And I was like, oh, this is part of the new uh, stuff. Well, that's actually, like, I screwed up my game initially because they're like, you get a bracelet, and it's like, go in the job system, pick a job, and like, select accessories, and you can equip the bracelet. And I'm like, okay. And the first job was, like, white mage, and I just picked that because I didn't know, if, like, there were other jobs available. Or they didn't explain, like, this might not be the best job for this character. <laughs> so I played that for, like, a, like, an hour, and then I read up on it, and I'm like, I should go back and like reload a save. Yep. Now I have to go back and play part of the game. 
Yeah, I just it went with the default, like what he was when I remember playing, which is the the thief, like Shikari uh, character, because he has a dagger. Um, yeah, which which I think works for it. I'm not a big fan of the license system that they added because it's you had to go all over that board, which was already sort of messy, and find the thing that you want, and it's then you have to get to it. Like the spear grid, and you're like, oh man, I, I wish, this is annoying. I wish it was kind of just a quick search function. Like, yo, like, Shields 3 is not in this license, like, are not in this job, or like, Black Magic 4 is, or something like that. Like, that'd be helpful. But I think the system itself is better than the sphere grid. Like, that thing was a nightmare to get around. Yeah, especially once you get the international version, which lets you do whatever. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, oh, now I'm even more lost than I was before. Thanks. <laughs> I think this, I think this figured for me. I, cause I, I was on the PS4 version. I think I missed like a critical spell with I want to say Lulu. So I had to go like all the way, like basically like halfway back through my sphere grid to like activate it. And I'm like, God damn it! Like this is terrible. <laughs> that sounds awful. I have to go all the way back through there yeah. and do that. And it's just like, oh, Yeah, I, I do like the... Um, I, I, I've learned to appreciate the battle system a lot more uh, than when I first did when I was younger. See, I'm, uh, I'm very... I wouldn't say bothered, but I'm just confused by it. Like, I know it's supposed to be like very automatic with the Gambit system, but right. like three of my characters... Like, my other three party members kind of do do what I tell them to do, but mm. I haven't figured out how to, like, make the party leader just, like, pick one foe and keep attacking it. <laughs> There's, I think, a gambit for that, or an option for that, that like, you have to... I want, I want to, like, pick one, you know, I initially had one that was, like, if the monster is attacking my party leader, he'll attack back, and I was like, okay, that's fine. But then sometimes the party leader wouldn't be, like, targeted, so then... My party leader would just sit there like an idiot. And but, another one, another one was like, if the monster has 100 HP, 100 percent HP, attack it. So he'd attack one creature, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, you have to find the right balance uh, with yeah. those things, and you have to buy them, which is another little issue. You don't just earn them. Uh, I think, I don't know, I. Like you can also manually override it too, so uh, it's I I found that like it's good for certain things and then for certain other things it's kind of like I don't want to use this. So uh, yeah, I, I do like the hunts. Obviously, you know they kind of inspired the uh, the fifteen hunt uh, deal. Uh, this one's much more structured to get you to do the hunts. Uh, they're not required, but they kind of are uh, for well, certain I mean, story things. Not really. I mean, it's, I guess side quests, but it reminds me like a lot of Final Fantasy 15 hunts. It's like, yeah, well, just go here and kill this thing if you can, and run on back and get this special item, or yeah. and then you got to go find the license for it, which that's a whole other. Like I'm actually, I'm kind of mystified also by like the NIST system. Like I'm not sure what the hell that is if it's just like a limit break or 
Or like it keeps finding me like shuffle or charge it, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, that's what that is. It lets you decide if you want to do the limit break or if you want to do something else with it. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it's like shuffle or charge or like uh-huh. do the attack, and I'm like, what is shuffle or charge? <laughs> they should have a tutorial for that to explain to you. They just like, well, I, they're just like, well, you activated on the menu, so here you go, or on the license board, and I'm like. I don't know what it actually does. Yeah. That should have been explained. Uh, I, I do think the, the characters, for the most part, are really good. And uh, it's very... There's a lot of Star Wars in there. Um, yeah, it's like I, a lot of galaxy to me. Yeah, that too. Uh, a lot of people like to complain about Vaughn. Do you like Vaughn? He's fine. He's just a pr- prototypical... Like you know, wants to get out, like wants to become a spy- pirate or like a you know rebel leader or something, like Star Wars, and you know, right. meet the princess and save the day. Which is, I mean, it's, it's acceptable. I think it's better than like Titus, which he had one of the like worst motivations ever. Uh, I'm mad at my daddy. Uh, yeah, I got daddy issues. Oh, but then it became I need to save. I, I need to do this for Yuna. So I guess it was better than. Yeah, the halfway issues. through, and then, like, there was, like, no chemistry between them either. <laughs> it was very, very forced. Like, say what you will, but, like, at least, like, Renoa from Final Fantasy VIII kind of had, kind of had some of a character. <laughs> yeah, and that one did not feel forced. That actually felt like a thing. Like, the Titus and Yuno was kind of like, all right, well, we have to be around each other a lot, so... Let's just do stuff. But, and, uh... Yeah. The only other thing about the characters is, uh... What's your name? Fran's voice actress is really weird. <laughs> I agree. I don't remember the voice right this second because I haven't gotten there. Okay. Uh, I do remember it being, like... It's, like, very British, but she's uh-huh. also, like... The, the woman is Australian. So it sounds, like, kind of, like, especially, like... Weirdly clipped. Yeah, like she. It's not like the full like British, and then her voice is like almost like mousy or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So well, it's, it's, it's like very deep, but yeah, it still has like a kind of a weird, weird like sound to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at, I'm at the point now where I, uh, I think I just picked up Ash. Yeah. Okay. So. Remember that. I mean, that's probably not too far. I mean, it's further than you, but it's not, I don't think, too far in the overall game. No, it's not that far. Um, I I remember liking Balthier a lot. That was my favorite guy. He seems fine, and, like, the other guy you have seems okay also. Like, the other, like, captain guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it seems okay. Like, I'll try to... We're going to try to do a tag team review of it at some point, but I'll try to kind of keep hammering away at it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really good game. Again, like, now you can have all your, between the PS3 and PS4, you can have all your Final Fantasies, I guess, uh, other than 11. Well, I made, I made the joke on Twitter, like, for a guy who doesn't like Final Fantasy that much, it's weird how I have every main Final Fantasy game on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Except for Final Fantasy fourteen, which isn't like a main, you know, I wouldn't call that a yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy. They'll call it a main in the number, but it's not a main in the the game that it is. Yeah. So, anything else you want to... Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I picked up Funny Hawk HD, because I think that is getting delisted tomorrow. <laughs> and it's bad. It's not it's a good bad. game. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Uh, it looks cheap. And I'd stick with Funny Hawk Pro, since I actually have a copy of that. <laughs> Well, there you go. If you didn't care about it before, you can keep not caring about it. Uh, so you watched the... I only watched the first episode, the Castlevania Netflix series. Yeah. What did you think? I mean, it's a movie divided into four parts. Uh, right, yeah. I think it's fine, like, for what it is. It's pretty violent, which is good, and has some... Small bits of humor. Uh, and they're like the bad guys are comically bad. Like over the top bad. Um, but it seemed good. Like the last episode is probably the best one. Because it seems to like really get into like what Castlevania is going to be. That's what kind of sucks. Is like right when it gets to the part where you're like, oh, this is starting to get good. Oh, yeah, it's the end. Yeah. So, there's I mean, eight more coming, but yeah, that's the good thing is there's eight, like going to be eight more. And also, this thing was announced like announced and released pretty quickly. So yeah, I was surprised when I heard it was coming. I was like, wait, didn't they just announce this? Like yeah. So I have to imagine either they've been working on the other like the more more episodes like already, or mm. they may have have a very quick pipeline. Like I don't see how, but they might. Um. They, yeah, they could. Yeah, it's good. Like I'm, I'll watch when it comes season two comes out. I'll watch it. Well, I mean, of course, now he's going to go on to make the Assassin's Creed anime. So that might be yeah. good. Like it'll probably be better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just think video games have a better way of translating uh, through there uh, than they do live action. Not that they can't do live action, but it's just we've seen that it's very few the amount of movies that succeed. We talk, what we talked about the last time is, like, I like they always introduce, like, it's never about, like, the actual games. Mm-hmm. Like, Mortal Kombat is the best video game movie because it is really about, like, it's just the video game in movie form. Like, they don't introduce any characters or it's not anything, like, really off the wall. Like, it's... It's pretty faithful to the movie, to the games, which is what you want. And Annihilation was not, which is that's why it sucked. But but you have <laughs> movies like uh, like Resident Evil or Assassin's Creed that just introduce characters that like aren't like in the games, and they make the, making the whole focus of the movie. Yep. Or they try to focus too much on this one thing about the game, and it's like, well. That one thing was not the major part of it. It was the worst part. Thanks. Like I'm still dumbfounded by like that Resident Evil movie. Like the fact they had a, like a six film franchise is like legitimately terrifying to me. More well, you know why? Because uh, you know, more scary than those movies ever were. But also like it's based on a character. Like 
that is amnesiac for 80% of those movies. Like, she has no personality. And then, like, why wasn't the first Resident Evil movie about Resident Evil? <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, they were thinking nobody, or the people, you know, they wanted to not alienate the casual audience. They had characters like, like, Rain, or, uh, Whatever the hell uh, Mila Jovovich's character is, Alice. And Alice, like, yeah. Like, why am I supposed to care about these people? <laughs> Are any of them the master of unlocking? No. No. Nope. Fuck off. <laughs> but hey, you know, they had to have her and Allie Larder in there plenty of times, so. I think Allie Larder was, I think, Claire Redfield? Yeah, she was Claire. Like, she, she could kind of pull it off, but... Like, she didn't have, like, a lot, of, lot to do with, like... It, like, the character was just named Claire Redfield. Like, it didn't have a lot, a lot to do with, like, the actual character. Right. They just like, oh, well, we needed to have a Claire. Oh, we needed to have a Jill in the second one. And, and oh, Nemesis had to show up because... And I think, like, Chris Redfield is in, like, Resident Evil 4 or 5. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay. Uh, that other main guy, he's not in the games either, right? The Carlos? main guy that sort of saves them. I don't know. Like, I yeah. can tell you nothing about those guys, guys in those movies because no one cares about them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Kmart isn't a big uh, character, character in the video game series. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of my Kmart is closing. Or, yeah. yeah, or in the retail space nowadays. Yeah. So, it's, but, uh... I think Kathleen is fine. Like I, I'm, I assume Assassin's Creed will be good. I'd actually be more interested in him doing the Metroid show because that uh, that'd be like, great. That opens like a lot more. It's more open to interpretation, or like you could be like a little more creative with it. Yeah, plus I'd love to see Metroid. Like you get to have this like sci-fi show with a character you actually know. I mean, the only problem, the only real problem with Metroid, honestly, would be like. It's usually just her on the planet, like except for other M, which people didn't like. But it's usually just like Samus is a solitary person on a planet, like blasting away aliens. I'm not sure how much char- characterization there would be there. They could add other characters into it for the show, though. Yeah, Captain N. He just shows up. <laughs> Captain N. Like, uh, Star Fox disappears. Like, why not at that point? Uh, I think... Do we have anything else that we... I played about? Mass Effect Andromeda, and it was bad. <laughs> yeah. About that. That's the uh, And there's people that feel like it's great, so... Alright, so we're gonna have to do this a lot faster than we did the other... Uh, the, the, we did it the other way around because w- there was less news to talk about, so this took up a lot more of the the conversation. But uh, so game of the years, uh, game of the year like discussion here from the first six months. Uh, obviously, when you're looking at January, I think you know Resident Evil Seven. That kind of stands out. Yeah. Uh, then you get into 
And Yakuza. I think that came out in January, too. Yeah, Yakuza came out three days before that, which that's one hell of an awesome game. Uh, I I think uh, I've played the other Yakuza before. You had not. I think this is definitely a Yakuza that if you're coming to the series, you could pick it up and play. Yeah, I did. (laughs) And I think it has a much better gameplay mechanics than the earlier ones did also. Like, they weren't great. Yeah, the fighting system was easier and, uh, you know, you had the games that you got to play and all that stuff too. So, that was fun. Uh, of course, you had the Kingdom Hearts 2.8, but I wouldn't really count that's that. Gonna, uh, that's not going to be any Game of the Year discussion. No, no, it's not. Uh, the Aneo, which the person that played that was Stephanie, she not on this uh, podcast with us, but Dark Souls meets Ninja Gaiden. Uh, heard a lot of great things. Yeah, like a more action ver- action oriented version of like Dark Souls, which is good. With the with the challenge uh, of it, uh, For Honor, I think winds up being the first big AAA game that's sort of a flop. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure there's people playing the multiplayer, but like I don't hear anybody ever talking about that game. Not many. Like I saw a post just I think a day or two ago. Like one of the community managers was like, "No, people are still playing, you guys." It's like, no, no one is. No, no, they're not. Uh, I thought Halo Wars 2 was pretty good. I don't know that it's going to be in Game of the Year discussion, but you know, uh, it's a very good just update from the first one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, of course. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Good game. People kind of forgot about it. Um, but I think the like the core gameplay holds up really well in that game. I, I think Zelda came out and kind of stole Thunder. Oh, yeah, uh, I think when you have a brand new system and then Zelda comes out and it's freaking as great as it is, it's very hard to sustain what you had. Uh, with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I heard a lot of people complain that the world is too big. Yeah, well, I wouldn't... It is closed off in certain degrees, but yeah, it is a very large world. And, it, like, you do get, like, fast travel, but just getting around can be kind of a hassle at points. Especially, like, uh, when you're getting stomped on by machines. Yeah, especially uh, during that part. I think uh, Zelda's also huge. They now just added the DLC. Uh, it is a great game. Obviously, a very beautiful game. Uh, the best game on the Switch. Probably going to be in that top three discussion for best you know game of the year for a lot of people. Uh, just everything people have said about it. That's it is it does live up to the hype uh, for me anyway and. For almost anybody else that I've talked to about the game, uh, you talked about Nier. I yeah, still I want to it. play that really badly. Yeah. Go, go game play it. <laughs> Running from a net red box. Ah, <laughs> uh, perhaps yeah. Let's see how could you really get something done in a weekend with that? No, I don't think Redbox really does games anymore either. <laughs> well, my Redbox has like all the games. I went to, I think I went to a Redbox recently, and like they had like some Snoopy game for PS4, and that was it. Like maybe because they're all checked out. No, 
they didn't they weren't out of stock. They had like one PS4 like Snoopy game and that was it. Like wow. no Xbox three sixty, no PS three, which is fine. But no right. Xbox One or Switch either. And I was like Alright. That's weird. The one that like, I'm around just they have Redbox like, used to also have like I was gonna say Redbox used to have like game sales also. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see them doing that at all like lately. Yeah, that's it seems to just be in certain areas. Like it's either you get all of them or you get nothing. Yeah. Uh, you get uh, also something to uh, mention here. I think is for March. I don't think there was after near. It's kind of quiet after that. Uh, and uh, of course, then you get Persona Five. Yep, I liked it. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic game. Uh, one of the best looking games uh, for, for with its art style of this entire year. And then it, you know, it does Persona stuff, and the battle system is great. Um, we also, this is something I, we actually did forget about uh, last time. We also get Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> well, yes, uh, you do have to talk about <laughs> Puyo Puyo Tetris uh, finally coming over to the United States. That's a big deal. I mean, I don't it know is. how many people really, <laughs> aside from you, that were like totally, totally excited about it, but it's still cool. Like me and one other dude on Twitter keeps bugging me to play him online. <laughs> yeah, I feel like another one is uh, Ghost Recon and Ukulele, both kind of mixed reviews on that. Came and went. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of people not liking uh, Ukulele, the 3D representation there. Uh, I mean, you got better reviews than like Mighty Number no. 9, but... That's not saying a ton. <laughs> no, it's not at all uh, on that one. What Remains of Edith Fence is actually really good. People should check that out, along with uh, Night in the Woods, Snake Pass, and Little Nightmares as far as indie games. Uh, I really, really enjoy Little Nightmares. It's very similar to Inside. It's not going to take you very long. It sort of follows that same kind of through line of you're going across a level side scroll and whatever, but there's so much there. Uh, to look at as you go through that it's uh, really well worth uh, the price. Uh, of course, you got Mario Kart 8. It's Mario Kart. We know what that is. It's great. You know. Pray. I liked it. It had a lot of technical issues, but it, like, if you kind of ignore that, it really holds up as a good, like, Bioshock successor. Yeah, that's what I heard a lot of people compare it to. System Shock, Bioshock, it's some uh, Dishonored in there. It seems like... A, I don't know how much it'll still be there when you get to, you know, August, September, October, November, when your these yeah. big games are coming. But it should be one that hopefully people don't forget about because it's... I'd put it in, like, a top ten list. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, we are doing one, a top 15 list, which now we have to write the blurs for, and then we'll finally get to get that one... Uh, out there for everybody. The I think uh, after that you just go to oh yeah, Phantom Dust finally came out. Aren't aren't we all excited about that? The the remaster. I I know of no one who played it. Yeah, <laughs> and they made it free out of nowhere, and it was just yeah. like okay. Uh, you talked about Injustice too. Yeah, good. Like, by the best fighting game of the year so far. Except for like 
I mean, Tekken 7 is my peak contender, but I think I prefer Injustice more. <laughs> I'm a big so, Tekken fan. Uh, this game's really good. I wish I could play it. Uh, Austin's the one that uh, has it for review for us, but, you know, uh, it's it's still a, a very, very, very good uh, fighting game, and it's Tekken. I mean, you got all those characters, so, plus you can dress up with Bullet Club and Okada, so, yeah, you know. Uh, I feel like ARMS is is really good, but I don't see a lot of people talking about it. Probably also because Splatoon comes out in like a couple of days and everybody's been excited by that instead. But, you know, still a pretty good game. I don't know that it'll be in the conversation at all. But, you know, it's there. Yeah, I think like Splatoon 2 is going to like kind of make people forget about ARMS. <laughs> And uh, I should mention Next Machina is a really, really good uh, twin-stick shooter uh, for PS4 and PC. Should, uh, people should check that out, honestly. If you're into that kind of game, it's it's one of the best ones out there. And, of course, Crash, which, you know, it's Crash, remastered. It's apparently even harder. And, yeah, it's still... I think people remember it more fondly than it was, but yeah, like nostalgia with the game's been kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've got uh, plenty of things to kind of look forward to here in this this last couple weeks of July, heading into August. You got Splatoon two, you got Pyre, uh, Hey Pikmin's coming out. Uh, Tacoma comes out at the beginning of August. Hope that's actually winds up being good. Hellblade, that Agents of Mayhem game. Oh, so, that's good. <laughs> uh, I know a few people that are really excited about it. So <laughs> I hope it is good for them. The and then the Uncharted game, of course, at the end of August. So lots of uh, people just sort of forgetting about that there, but. They will, people will be all over it when it comes out. And Windjammers is coming out like the end of August, also finally. <laughs> oh yeah. So, also the the, the uh, Yakuza Kiwami also comes out. Life is Strange before the Storm episode one, which I know you're excited about. I'm excited for both those games. <laughs> and uh, Madden, and of course Mario Rabbids, which I'm excited about Mario Rabbids. What about Madden? Um, it's Madden. I mean, like you like to make that joke. It's all about that truck stick, right? Yep. It's, so, all right. Well, this one actually did record, so you'll be able to listen whenever you do. I don't want to do this for the third time. Yeah, please <laughs> don't. <known> jokes. <laughs> But uh, appreciate uh, you guys uh, checking it out. If you enjoyed what you heard, whether it's on 401, whether it's on WTMNet, whether it's on uh, YouTube or uh, anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts, uh, you know, you can hit subscribe right there. You can comment right there. Let us know what you think are some of the best games of this year. And uh, we will be seeing you uh, sometime next week uh, with uh, more game news and whatever else is going on. And uh, we'll see you then, everybody.
Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.